Over the last 30 years, I've worked as a leadership developer in organisations of all sizes, and I've concluded that the principles of leadership are remarkably similar in all of them. This summary of my observations and experiences is subjective, no doubt incomplete and possibly even wrong, but I hope it throws some light on the topic of leadership, how we exercise it within our society, and most importantly, your style of leadership. How do you lead? An example of early leadership, especially in the nomadic tribes, was epitomised by people like Genghis Khan and his descendants. They were conquerors, dictators and emperors to whom life, other than their own, was cheap and winning was always the goal regardless of the cost. These leaders were powerful. They ruled with an iron fist or a bright sword and they were feared by their subjects who often felt they owned their continuing existence to their leader's mercy. Disobey or disrespect me at your peril was their primary rule. Then, as people stopped roaming and started living in the same places, a new form of leadership grew. The stabilizers emerged, and what we now refer to as society and infrastructure arrived. Rules ruled, and with good intention. Once people knew how to do something, why bother learning again when you can just follow the rules? The leader's role was to apply the rules, ensure they were upheld and adhered to. Individual wisdom and experience became institutionalized and captured into these rules, but as a result, innovation was often stifled. In more recent times, the focus of the leader shifted to success. Achievement ruled and accountability for it was spread through the organisation. Financial results and growth became the primary measures of success, with little thought given to environmental and social consequences. The era of corporations began to emerge. They innovated and formed revolutionary new rules, such as let's find new, cheaper, easier way to do things. People were encouraged to see themselves as cogs in a machine, and the terms human resources and mission statement arrived. Leadership was exercised through an often complex hierarchy consisting of many branches and levels, from the team leader to the newly coined phrase CEO. Then came the values revolution. The leader's focus was shifting from what the organisation did to how it did it. And words like respect, trust and teamwork emerged while leaders became less involved in day-to-day operations. Other words like collaboration and empowerment became the catchphrases of the leaders, increasingly women who were expected to role model these behaviours. And while leadership at all levels still carried power, it also started to recognise and respect the efforts and ideas of others. Leaders could no longer hold themselves solely responsible for the success of their organisation or team. Financial results still ruled, but they were underpinned by quality goals and standards, as well as the company or team's mission. Leadership became more facilitative, and coaching gained prominence as a leadership capability and skill. Currently, there's a growing acceptance that organisations can no longer focus exclusively on growth and profit. They have to take responsibility for their impact in the world. The leaders, now men and women, are conscious of the organisation's consumption as well as its production its contribution to society as well as its financial profit, and the well-being of its people as well as their output. Integrity and transparency become key words and qualities. And who carries this responsibility? The leader, yes, and increasingly, people at all levels within the organisation. An emergence of ideas takes over from following rules, and people feel safe to make decisions and take actions. The leader has to be supportive of people's mistakes, and see them as learning for individuals and for the organisation. 
Leadership is no longer top-down. It's shared through the organisation and responsibilities for forming and achieving the organisation's mission really do become everybody's business. There's a transformation from a business with a mission to a mission with a business. And will this catch on? Will it work? Will it be an improvement on how things are at the moment? I certainly hope so. The need has never been greater. If this topic spins your wheels, you'd like to hear more about it, feel free to drop me a line. Dave B at potential.co.nz. See you next month.